AIA Digital Marketing. Testing one, two. Welcome, Rossi. Hello. How you going? I'm all right. You're not recording, are you? Olivia's. Of course, I'm recording. Okay. That's what we do. Oh. We record. Yes. That's why you've got a microphone in front of you. What's that? Are we stopping and starting again? Stopping and starting? No, no, no. This is it. We're going to wait for Joe to join us. Olivia, thanks for just joining us in the Google room for the podcast about setting expectations versus reality. How are you? Good. I that's can't believe good. we're not going to start this again. <laughs> uh, that's cool. No, no, <laughs> we're no. All about the improv here. Well, it's natural. It's el natural. We're not, not all cut, cut and polished. We're just we're just this winging it. This is just what we do all day, every day. We want to talk about digital marketing. It's like bang, just turn the microphone on. We're there. So today, audience, we're going to speak to you, and we're going to discuss the topic of expectations versus reality when choosing a digital marketing agency and services. And services, thank you, Rossi. <clears throat> One of the things that makes this decision so difficult in this day and age, I believe, is the fact that. Out of maybe the last 100 digital marketing websites I've visited, let's say over the last couple of months, all of them seem to be the fastest growing in Australia. <laughs> and most trusted. And most trusted. Number one. And number one. <laughs> hash one. We Including are the, us. We are the, yeah, yeah. We do the hash one. But hey, we started that. We're trendsetters. Plus, we are number one for a few. Right. A few different things. Oh, we're number one for a stack of things. <laughs> thanks to you and your hard work, Rossi. Stop. What, what keywords are we number one for? Facebook marketing agency. Google ads. Google Sydney. ads agency. Google ads Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, Gold Coast. Almost Perth. S, number one for SEO company. Yep. SEO we're, prices. SEO prices. Number one, and we're moving on up, people, for a whole bunch of other keywords. Um, if you want to learn about how we did that, tune into the other podcast that we did maybe a month ago now about SEO, where Rossi uh, spills the beans on exactly how to improve rankings. So how do you choose the right digital marketing agency in today's day and age when everyone claims to be the best, everyone claims to be the fastest growing, everyone claims to be the number one digital marketing agency, you're staring at a screen and looking at a website and uh, they're, they're expecting you to believe what they say with really no way of being able to verify whether or not you're talking to a professional agency or a dude in his grandma's garage with a laptop, right? So hopefully by the end of this episode, guys, uh, you will be much better equipped to be able to successfully choose an effective digital marketing agency that's actually going to help your business grow. That's the plan. Right, so um, Joe's taking his time. <laughs> Anyone want to say anything to start? Ross Childs. Yes. What have you got to contribute to uh, the difficulties that business owners face when choosing a digital marketing agency to sign up with? Maybe this isn't a one-size-fits-all because a lot of business owners would are obviously – all business owners are very busy. But I think that in this day and age, they have to educate themselves about you, you know the basics of whatever kind of avenue they choose in terms of advertising. Yes. So if you're a business that requires Google ads or Facebook ads or SEO or you know, a website, just to – the bare minimum of what you need to know, you should know because it would make it so much easier and yes. for you to communicate with. Well, back them. in the Yellow Pages days, you pay Yellow Pages, you open the book, and you can see whether or not you got what you paid for. Yeah, you know exactly what that it's, is. It was easy. Yeah. It was that easy. You pay for a TV or a radio ad, you watch the TV, you listen to the radio, hear your ad, 
you know you got what you paid for. Yeah. I think there's a lot of ambiguity about certain aspects of digital marketing and I think that that's what scares a lot of business owners. But as well, we've had clients in the past that will say, oh, you know, I know nothing about digital. I give it to you. I'm, you know, letting, entrusting you and everything like that, which is all well and good. But then if you try and explain reasons for upping spend or picking some kind of ad creative or this campaign or this audience and they don't actually understand why you might have done that yes or how it or works. even what you mean yeah you know, that, that and then be. that yeah there's a disconnect and that makes it worse if by some chance then they have mm. something bad happen i think it also opens up the door for them to be taken advantage of yes because you know you're just blindly trusting that they're doing what you think they should do but with you don't no even way know. of actually yeah, yeah like you don't know what questions to ask you don't even know you know yeah. are you getting the service that you're paying for you get yeah. a report says three million impressions and you're like woohoo three <laughs> yeah. that sounds like heaps let's go with that sounds yeah. good yeah because the other thing is they wouldn't know what kind of value to assign to a certain metric definitely right. so we look at these metrics and we get excited but they're like oh two what does two mean two sounds low that's not good but yeah you know that could be something entirely different and could mean something very positive yeah definitely yeah 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 so so um, there's a lot of agency lingo, industry lingo that can very easily uh, confuse people. Just doing a sound check there for Joe. You, you there, big fella? <laughs> you haven't spoken yet. <laughs> he's, he's intentionally not speaking into the microphone just to annoy me. He's got stage fright. Oh, <laughs> sound check one, two. You're there. Howdy. Tuning in, Joe. What's up? Hope you're well prepared, mate. You were taking some pretty hefty notes over there. Yeah, can you guys just uh, run me through all the things you've spoken about so far? I'll just go back to the function. beginning. Start again. <laughs> uh, well, you sit right side out, outside the door, so I'm hoping <laughs> that maybe you heard some of that. Um, yeah, so uh, basically, just to give you a really quick recap, where we're talking about what it is that makes it so difficult for business owners to choose the right digital marketing agency in today's day and age and how, uh, what kind of information could empower them to make the right choice. Mm. Okay. Uh, and you, you just interrupted uh, the podcast on quite a poignant note, which was um, uh, lingo, agency lingo. And if people don't know what they're talking about and they don't know what you're talking about, it's very, very easy for them to have the wool pulled over their eyes. Um, you know, so, so, you know, you get a report that talks about impressions and it talks about view through, uh, conversions and it talks about, um, H1 tags and alt tags and metadata and things like that. And it just, it just bamboozles you into thinking that, um, they must know what they're talking about. They must be doing a good job. I'm probably getting value for my money. And, and so you entrust these agencies, you know, and, uh, there are some great agencies out there that will get good results. But as we all know, having taken, um, you know, on board new customers that have been with other agencies um, or speaking to business owners that are sort of looking around, it's not always the case, right? So your take on it, Rossi, um, if, if we were to go back just on what you introduced to the conversation was that people need to know what they're talking about. Well, just educate themselves. At least to the point yeah. where they understand what uh, is going on when they look yeah. at a report or they speak to their account manager. I think that it's it's probably it would be very freeing as well. Mm. It would be you the business owner would get quite a lot of value out of that as well because then being able to speak to their account manager or to a you know a digital marketer understanding exactly what it is that they'll be getting yes. makes them more empowered to make decisions with how they spend their money as well. Yes. So yep, it's definitely. a win-win situation for us because it means we've got a more transparent relationship with the client, but it's a definitely a win 
situation for them because yep. then they are empowered, to, right? Yeah. To make to make more uh, better informed decisions. Yeah. Also, um, uh, I think that it's important that people understand the basics, despite the fact that it takes some effort, right? Like um, we just mentioned, Joe, before you joined in, that um, you know back in the day, if you heard your ad on the radio or the TV or you saw your ad in the, in the Yellow Pages phone book, you knew you got what you paid for. Whereas nowadays you've got like your search impression share on Google Google search uh, for ads. So your ad's not going to be up there all the time, right? And and there's a lot of things that an agency or an account manager can say mm-hmm. to excuse uh, the fact that you, you can't see your ad. And that's a big problem. If you don't have um, access to the account, you've got to take their word for it, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, despite the fact that it takes a bit of effort, it's definitely well worth it. Wouldn't you say? Joe? Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I would, yeah. And look, it is such an abstract thing that we do, right? You don't, like you say, you don't get to hold something in your hand. You can't hear it on the radio. Mm. You're not watching an ad that comes up in between the, uh, uh, in the ad breaks of maths, mm. whatever, on a Tuesday evening. I don't, I, don't know when, <laughs> I don't know when maths is on. Yes. But, um, yeah, it's, it is an abstract thing. So you do need these reports. You do need to... To see this information, like you yes. say, impression share, you can have a look at what um, what percentage of the time that your ad is live yes. against how much search is out there. But uh, I think going back to what, what you said, Rossi, uh, unless you're educating yourself as a business owner and as somebody who's spending this money on what these things mean, mm. um, it it becomes meaningless. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. you, uh, Billy, you've spoken about vanity metrics before. So business owners can get overwhelmed when you get too much information, like mm. too much data, too many reports, too yes. many graphs. Yes. And then not knowing yeah. what any of it means, okay, maybe some of it is positive. But if mm-hmm. if someone's feeding you too much of that without an explanation of what it actually means or you understanding what it means, it's probably pointless. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And you also want to make sure, so a lot of business owners might be listening to this and thinking, look, as long as my sales go up, as long as my inquiries go up, as long as my um, – you know, products that I sell on my e-commerce website increases after I've signed up with you, I can get a general idea of whether or not it's working, which is cool. But in some instances, I've, I've witnessed this myself. I've seen it a number of times. There are agencies out there that get on board with the right business at the right time and ride the wave, mm. right? So your business might be growing for other reasons. And because you haven't got transparent reporting, access to the accounts, clear communication from the account manager – it may actually not be attributed to the agency that you've just hired. There's a number of other reasons why your business could be I- excelling. You might have a ranking that's just popped up to the top of Google or you've created a new blog article that's tripled the amount of traffic to your website, yeah. unbeknownst to you or even potentially the agency, and, and they're just riding the wave and you're attributing a lot of your business's success to the agency um, you know, when they, they, they may not actually deserve that, that, um, you know, that credit. So reading reading the reports will help you avoid that from happening as well, I think. I think it's very important, um, which is exactly where tracking comes in. Yes. So making sure that you are completely across, uh, not just what you're spending on, but what it is doing for you in terms of inquiry, in terms of sales, in terms of new business. Yes. Uh, is very, very important. So back before um, the turn of last century, there was a, a, there was a very famous phrase from a man called John Wanamaker, who was an industrialist in America, who said, I know that half of my ad spend is wasted. Mm. The problem is I don't know what half. At the turn of the century, he said ad spend? Marketing budget. Marketing budget. Yeah, I know. I'm paraphrasing. Let me just look up the word for yeah, word. Pull out, yeah, One no. second. Google that. Right. No, but I think what he, I think it, isn't it half of my marketing? Same thing. 
Half of my marketing is working. Half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. The trouble is, I don't know which half. Perfect. Was there that already go. up? No. As in, you just Googled that before we started? No. Uh, he's acting like he's reading it from the phone and it's fact. I had to look I've up his name. I've seen that before. John Wanamaker. Yeah, right. I was going to say David Ogilvie, but that's, it wasn't him. John Wanamaker Million. <laughs> that's a good one. All right, cool. Uh, so there's a lot of things to look out as well when you're in the beginning stages of choosing which agency to sign up with. Is that right? Yeah. Olivia? Of course. Um, and there's a lot of questions as a business owner you should be asking. Um, and we've touched on it before. When you talk, of course, every person is going to say what you want to hear. Um, so I think there are a few questions that are important to ask. The first one we've already touched on, but just being, do you have access to the ad account that they're running it from? Are you able to see what they're setting up for you? Um, the answer to that should always be yes. And a lot of agencies don't allow that and they'll give you other reasons as to why not. Um, but the main thing is, I think, what are they hiding? Why can't you see what's going on, what changes are being made and all the results? Because there are ways you can inflate results on reports as well. Mm. So unless you can actually see what's happening in the ad account itself, mm. you don't really. Know. There's a couple of reporting platforms that are huge yeah. that a lot of agencies use that have in the settings section of that report, a thing called agency markup. Yeah. Right, so you yeah. can literally just mark up the cost per click by twenty percent, um, and send out a, a report. That you're taking some of the cost. Yeah, yeah, and big agencies use these reporting systems. Yeah, uh, the biggest in the world. Um, so we covered that a little bit in the last uh, podcast. I think Joe, you brought that up because you said that you'd worked with an ASX listed digital marketing agency, a Nasdaq listed digital NASDAQ. marketing agency. And right. Yeah, exactly that. They would. Uh, they had their own proprietary. Um, system and software and reporting and uh, as a part of that they had a, a markup where we would take the entire uh, budget uh, fee budget management spend the whole thing claim that 10 or 20 percent of it was uh, the management fee yeah um, which it was but then also it was uh, well over 50 percent of the actual money that media yeah. spend was in fact taken and put in the pocket yeah yeah, yeah. okay so so transparency is key you know, always check with the agency that you're going to sign up with that you will have complete access to and control of uh, yeah. the uh, the account. Yeah, definitely. And then that's how you can see the transparency on ad spend. If you're paying, you know, if they say it's going to be three grand a month for ad spend, you can confirm that's exactly what's happening, not that it's 1500 and they take the other yes. $1,500. Um, that's another thing with our agency. We actually don't take the ad spend at all. Yes. That goes directly mm. from Google. We don't touch that. We don't take a cent. You know, yep. whatever we say is going to Google yep. gets taken directly from them. A yep. lot of agencies will take that from you and that's where I think the lines get a little bit blurred because yep. they're adding themselves in the middle when there's no need to. Yeah, exactly. If so. Google's if Google's uh, billing the client's credit card directly yeah, and, it's and they've, straight got, from they've Google. got access to the yeah. account, then there's no, there's no problem there. Yeah. <clears throat> what about um, the next little uh, bullet point you've got? written down there yeah Olivia. so we do have a list uh yes. the next one is if what they're saying is too good to be true yep. um and lumped in with that i would also add if they guarantee results yes that's yep. a big pet peeve of mine no one can guarantee results in advertising right like unless they're willing to purchase all of your stock if no one else will yeah you, you can't <laughs> force someone to buy stuff online or to inquire yep. so if someone's letting you know guaranteed we're going to give you this many purchases or this um, return on ad spend, mm. it's a lie. Mm. Like yeah. you can't do that. Mm. So I get why they say it because then people sign up, you hear what you're looking for. Mm. Um, but the fact is it's just not true. Yeah. And I think honestly- Do they tell you what way. you want to hear or are they telling you the truth? Right, they're, they're two hear, different yeah. things, aren't they? Of course. Yep. And I think the truth actually helps a lot of businesses. Like I've had people come and like the past two agencies said I could get 
seven times return on ad spend. Like I literally just want to know, is this possible? Yes. And if not, I just want someone to tell me that. Like yeah. I'm sick of just going from agency to agency with everyone being like, yeah, of course, do it. Let's take your money and then, yeah, yeah. you know. You'll figure we, out in a month's time, yeah, I lied. Like, <clears throat> all care and no responsibility, yeah, right? Yeah. And the funny thing about these guarantees is <clears throat> what happened, what, like, you can say, yeah, sure, I guarantee uh, that, you know, mm. the sky's going to fall down tomorrow, right? Or I guarantee it doesn't matter what it is. But what happens if that, if that doesn't happen? Just because you've Too said bad. there's a guarantee yeah. doesn't actually. Nothing in the terms and conditions. Doesn't actually make course. there any form of guarantee actually in place, right? Yeah. Uh, one of the oldest tricks in the book. Have you guys seen that guarantee around where it says we'll work for free? Yes. Yeah, we've put that on our website. It's on our SEO page. But the only reason we've done that is because all of the other SEO agencies are doing that as well, right? So so when people go looking around and shopping around different um, different SEO agencies, it, that guarantee is a deciding factor for consumers, unfortunately, because people, people that don't have a lot of experience in the industry – uh, fall for it, right? And but one of the things our one doesn't say number one position because that would you cannot guarantee that it says yes. rankings, improvement in traffic and yeah, rankings, which right. I mean it would be physically impossible for them not to have <laughs> not to happen if yeah. somebody had budget and you did work, right? So, but the other thing is we guarantee, or else we'll work for free. That's that's been the thing that's been in the SEO industry for years now, um, and. We'll work for free means we'll just stop you from signing up with another agency. That's exactly what it means, yeah. If you're, if you're yeah. not getting results when you're paying, <coughs> yeah. what are you going to get when you're not paying? Right. What, what, what am I going to – what's somebody going to do working yeah. for an agency mm. where there is no income? Yes. That they would that they've changed from when there was income? Are That's they going right. to spend more on backlinks? Are they going to get more content written for you? Are they going to do more on site optimization? Are they going to put their hand into their pockets and exactly. spend more money? But I have to results. say something about that though. So – how things worked five years ago are very different to how things work now and how many businesses are online is insanely different yeah. too. So if you're thinking about digital marketing agencies, which began about a decade ago, them having guarantees of we'll work for free are actually viable because it was a lot easier to get their clients in the number one position, number two on the front page because there was less competition. But now you are up against millions of other businesses, which means... And the spend, algorithms changed. Yeah, they're spending money. So you, what do you expect? You have to spend money to be competitive against them. That's mm. all it is. You're in competition with everybody else. Mm. Yeah, and I mean, um, the, the, the issue with any guarantee really is that if there's no specifics in relation to what happens, when that, if, that, if those guarantees not met, if what's guaranteed is not done... Yeah. Then um, it's no guarantee at all. Yeah. What is what is the guarantee against? Right. Is it results? How many results? What's the result? Look a like? real guarantee is a money back guarantee. Yeah. That's that's what that's that's the whole idea of guarantee in the first place. Mm, you don't no like risk. the product, send it back. That's right. No risk. So look out for look out for guarantees, guys. Um, a lot of agencies, um, pretty much every SEO agency that you, if you go and search through Google for SEO agencies or SEO companies around Australia, you'll see this guarantee everywhere. Right. I want to um, say something here as well. So I think for SEO as well, right, and talking about too good to be true and what you should be looking out for, um, I think that SEO companies and agencies that talk about getting you to the first position of Google, it's kind of it's a misnomer, right? It's not, it's not real. And you might get to the first position for a day or an hour or a month or two years, but the, the algorithm is constantly changing. Your competition is constantly working to um, do exactly the same thing. So I think focusing on rankings all the time isn't the thing to do. I think mm. what you should be looking at is focusing on improving your traffic, improving your authority, 
and improving the number of inquiries that you yeah. are getting from your website. Right. So if you're talking about SEO, there's a very, very basic uh, formula where you can calculate the value you're getting from the package. It's the amount of hours that's spent on your website or doing research for content plans or, or, or sourcing backlinks. It's the amount of articles that are going to get posted to your blogs or suburb pages or content on your website that's actually going to be generated. And it's the number of backlinks that you get mm-hmm. right, per month and what domain authority those backlinks are going to be. right? So that's a very easy way to calculate that. That's a good question to ask any SEO agency that you're thinking of signing up with. So transparency right, uh, is important. <clears throat> uh, bogus guarantees, look out for them. What next, guys? What else can uh, we uh, equip our listeners with when choosing the right digital marketing agency? Uh, looking at their reviews yes. is a big one. Um, if they're an agency, chances are they've got a lot of clients. Happy clients leave reviews. Yes. If they don't have any recent reviews, any really good reviews, any reviews at all. Also, just good reviews. Yeah. I this would is what say. Saying. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. You know, we're all human. Of we're course. bound to not. You can't please 100%. Yeah, 100%, you know. 100% and I feel like that sometimes is if you find, if you're looking for something on Google and it says five stars out of five, mm. obviously, and you look through the reviews, you can always kind of tell the fishy ones. Yeah. I'll tell you another thing to do with reviews that's actually um, been a bit of fun for me in the past. <laughs> I know what this is. What is it? Clicking through and seeing their other reviews. Uh, is that what oh, this yeah. is? I'm thinking about Joe's. Because then you discover how much of a weirdo <laughs> some of the people you work with are. Like Joe, who's what? left 600 reviews. I just like to leave reviews. Every Westfield <laughs> in New <laughs> South Wales. And Coles Balgala. Yeah. And Coles yeah. Manly Bay. I like, I like this one. Coles Balgala, a review from Joe. I will say Coles Warringah Mall has gotten significantly better. <laughs> Have you updated your review to say that? <laughs> Maybe. This is this is the re- this is these are the types of reviews you can expect from Joe. People, Coles Balgala review from Joe, not as good as Coles Manly Vale. No, no, no. Oh. Coles Manly Vale is not as good as okay, Coles Balgala. Sorry. Coles Manly Vale, not as good as Col- Coles Balgala. Do not give any Coles tickets Bagala to Manly Vale yeah. Coles. It is it is very average. And then you go to the Coles. Uh, um, Balgala one and it says better than better, better than, than Coles Manivale <laughs> <laughs> it's just come around full circle man you yeah, close Coles Manivale Coles Balgala isn't very good either but it is yeah. significantly better than Coles Manivale right I mean it's who I'm just, are I'm you very straightforward who are you who does that that is it's I made mean, my day yeah <laughs> for the past like three yeah. months just it is hilarious it's hilarious alright so anyway. this is what I like doing <laughs> this is a really good tip for you guys out there look at the reviews for the agencies you're looking at signing up with, the bad ones. Read the bad ones and then read the responses yeah. from the owners, because oh. uh, what I have been shocked to discover on multiple occasions is nasty responses to one star reviews. I can't reviews. believe yeah. people that do that. Yeah, I've it seen just some drives awful it home. Ones. It just makes it even worse. Yeah, um, I've even had I've even had people like sarcastically paraphrase yeah. parts of the complaints. And like make fun of the person who's unhappy with their services. It just shows that, that they were absolutely correct in their one star review, yeah. right? Isn't it exactly? Yeah, it's not the, a good look. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the the. There's some out there, you know. It's actually um, it's actually something that you can spend quite a bit of time doing, especially if you find a business that is leaving responses to one stars reviews, one star reviews, and they're really nasty, and they're really like you're like, what is this person doing? Why are they? further destroying their own business's reputation. So you can get a really good idea of the type of business that you're um, looking at 
by reading the responses to the one-star reviews because yeah. that's how they're going to treat you if you at any point in time raise any concerns about how your campaigns are being managed. So uh, reviews are crucial, guys. And the good thing about Google reviews uh, is that you can't get rid of them, mm. right? So if a business has been operating for 10 years uh, and they've got like four or five bad reviews over the course of that 10 years and maybe like 50 or 60 positive reviews, I think yeah. that that's not a bad thing. I think it's a good sign. Yeah, especially if the responses to those reviews are uh, where they've been responsible professional and, and owned it and yep. tried to solve the issue legitimately i just think it looks genuine as yeah. well right where you can't please all the people all the time yes. and if you've got a couple of bad experiences that's people who've had bad experiences with you mm. that's every business in the world right there's no there's no business that doesn't have that mm. if you're a really small agency and uh, or you've only been around for a very short amount of time and you've got five five star reviews then mm. then then great you, you're doing sense. a good job makes sense mm. if you're a big agency has been around for 10 years and you've got a hundred three hundred a thousand, nothing but five star reviews. That's mm. sus. Yeah, yeah, yep, definitely. And and you know, I know for a fact uh, I could name some, but I won't. Competitors of ours that as soon as they got a couple of bad reviews, close the maps listing, start a new one, get yep. all of their friends and family to do another five star review, and straight away they're back up to like forty, forty five five star reviews. Perfectly uh, good looking maps listing, untarnished. Ooh, which is the other thing, right? Is the um, the frequency of reviews. Yes. If they're all suddenly uh, coming in at the same time, yes. again, it's, it's a bit sus. Yes. Right? It's the same thing with any organic uh, happening online is that they should come in Although some businesses go for a review push, mm. right? So they might – Yeah, it, we've done that. Like we've gone, okay, look, our, our maps listing starting to look a bit old. Let's ring all of the happy customers uh, that we know are going to be willing to give us that five-star review and ask them to do it. And if they say no, ask them if we can use TeamViewer and log into their computer and do it for them. <laughs> a fantastic tip for all business owners out yes. there. <laughs> yeah, remote desktop support comes with a free five-star review for everyone you help. <laughs> but you've got to also look at the reviews. You can see, like in our case, um, you've got contact names and business names in a lot of those reviews from big clients. You know, L Trent, uh, Blooms, The Chemist, um, The Cookie Diet, you know, these, these big national uh, some in some instances, global businesses have left reviews with their contact name, with the business name, and specifically the results that we've achieved for them. So they're the kind of reviews to look out for as well. You can you can really uh, get some reassurance from that. Next one. Uh, is that what this silence say, is for? <laughs> I wanted to see who was going to become uncomfortable with the silence first. Olivia. Well, the list is in front uh, of me. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Yes. Go on, shoot. All right. Uh, next one is, do they practice what they preach? A big one that I think of with this is SEO. Yep. If they're not on the first page for whatever their, you know, Services SEO are. Senior, something like that, yep. how are they going to do that for you if they can't even do that for, right. themselves. for themselves? But even yep. as well, the kind of, so the SEO strategy that we have for our clients is the same one that we use yeah. for our business. So blogs, Because it works. Yes, exactly. And so this isn't something – so I was thinking about this before when we were talking about um, d digital uh, agencies in general. But so digital marketing is trial and error. That's all it is. It's trial and error. But the thing about it is that the longer that you are a digital marketing agency, you've had practice, Yeah. Mm -hmm. right? So you've trialed and like all mm. of these different things. There's with less all trials and errors before you get to the trial and it's working. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So all of the – you know, a business comes to us and maybe they'll say, oh, can you guarantee me these results? You can't guarantee, but maybe we've had – 
practice with someone else before, similar campaign, similar audience, whatever it is, you've had the practice before to be able to perform well now. Or be confident that you can. Yeah, exactly. So it's not something where it's, it's obviously an individual case by case, but at the same time, it's this thing where we are doing things that we know that work and then tweaking them based on the kind of results that we get. And SEO is 100% that as well. But yeah, I agree yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah. So, so SEO is a big one, right, for that? Very cool. What but else? also Facebook ads. Right. Facebook ads, Google ads. How do you tell if a business is running Facebook ads? People? Facebook ads library. Facebook ads Go library. SEO. How cool is that tool? Stay your who who here <laughs> loves Facebook ads library? Who here is as I much of a it. nerd as me? I use it all the time. Who showed it? you the Facebook ads library first? Pretty sure I figured it out myself. <laughs> no, you didn't. Who was it? It you? was me. Oh, Ross was, it, was it me? You're amazing. It was me. Oh, okay, Rossi's the me. best. Uh, Rossi is the best. I know nothing about Google Ads, just FYI. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook Ads library, people, is you go there and you put in any of your competitors' Facebook ads and it will show you all of the Facebook ads they're currently running. Now, if that is not and one of the best tools. And how long they've been running tools, for, too. Right. So, you want to know if a Facebook Ads campaign is going to work for a business like yours? Find a business, find other businesses like yours and look at whether or not they're running any Facebook ads. Then if you want to know what kind of Facebook ads might work well for a business like yours, find Facebook ad library and find other businesses like yours and look at the types of ads they're running, right? It's really quite straightforward. Um, so it's a great tool and it's a really good way for you to check on your digital marketing agency whether or not they deem Facebook ads to be of any value mm. to them, right? If you know how to run good Facebook ads... Uh, why wouldn't you run Facebook ads for your own business to grow, right? I mean, unless you're a business that's happy with the size that you are and you don't want to grow, you just want to kind of keep going along. But there's not a lot of business owners like that no. because, you know, uh, what do they say? Grow or die wow. in, in business. Yeah, it's true. It's an acronym. God. <laughs> <laughs> grow or die, God. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, Google ads, how can you tell if they're running any Google ads? You just do some searches, I suppose, right? There's really no other way. Mm, I mean, you can use SEMrush. Yeah, don't – okay, yeah, another thing. Don't click on your ads if yeah. you're doing searches. <laughs> yeah, don't click on your stories about that. Yeah, you're going to pay for that. Yeah. Um, also, keep in mind with that um, the time of day that you're searching, the location, because you might think that your ads aren't running. But yes. Maybe you're not in the right location to trigger your ads. Maybe your ads only run from 9 to 5 and you're searching at 6 p.m. Yes. Um, so there are a few different reasons why your ads might not show up on Google. It's a little bit more different. Yeah. And like I said, you've got the search impression share. So you might not see your ad every single time you search. Right. And that sort of comes down to what your budget is. That's I- changed. It used to be you could set your campaign to accelerate it mm. and your ads would show every single time they were eligible until your budget ran out. Yeah. Then there was two many players in the market I think and Google wanted to spread it out a little bit more so you had mm. there's no accelerated option and yeah. level the playing field down <coughs> yeah. yeah but that's just I, one thing to keep in mind I would yeah. also argue not to search for your own ads full stop like never there's yeah. a couple of reasons um, good reasons unless not to. you use ad preview tool right unless you're using ad preview tool Google through ads, yeah. Google ads through yeah. the, the platform right but um, a couple of good reasons not to firstly uh, you reduce your click-through rate Yes. Uh, it might only be very small numbers, but every uh, everything counts, right? So you reduce your click-through rate by searching for your own ads and then not clicking them. You reduce the relevancy uh, of, of you for that ad. So Google will keep seeing that you're searching for something and that ad shows up and then you don't click it. So they will stop showing that ad to you. That's a good point. And uh, you might click your own ad, right? Which is going to cost you money for fun. Right. So um, False impressions, lower click-through rate, lower quality score. 
It's a very good point, <coughs> More expensive cost per click. Lower ad rank. So many reasons, right? That was great. I, lo- that was, I love that. Yeah. But, uh, oh, but a little I d- spiel of mine? That was good. But I think, I think going to clients, the ones that do continuously go and check whether their ads are coming up, it's because they need reassurance. Yeah, I think right. especially in the beginning, you have a lot of people who get a bit worried that yeah. my yep. ads aren't showing. And that's another thing that comes back to if you have access to the ad account. If you're getting impressions on your ads, that only happens when your ads show. Mm. And like we were saying, you can see the stats of what percentage of time your ads appear in the top position, top four positions, um, and how often they appear at all. So you have all those stats there, and that's directly from Google. It's not us mm. pulling a number out of thin air. Um so if you have access to your ad account, I would look at those figures over just Googling the terms yep. yourself. Yeah, cool. For the reasons that you just so, stated. So do they practice what they preach is a big one, I think. When choosing the right agency, I think it's important that you check to make sure that they're running their own digital marketing ads. Otherwise, you've got to wonder. Mm. Why, if why, they're so good, why don't they? Right. Yeah. Why wouldn't they be running their own to get their own clients? I mean, isn't it a dream to get get enough inbound leads without running any ads? Right. And another one (laughs) on that, right? The worst experiences I've heard business owners have with digital marketing agencies, hands down, is when they signed up with someone after receiving a cold call, right? When you receive a cold call from a digital marketing agency, the first question you should be asking is, why are you cold calling anybody Mm -hmm. at all? In my opinion, if you're good at running online marketing campaigns and generating leads for businesses, mm. why have you got someone ringing me and cold calling me? Why wouldn't you be running an ad and have them calling through a list of people who have inquired after seeing one of your ads? So obviously that's the difference between inbound and outbound salespeople, right? Or telesales or uh, marketing. Inbound marketing means people come into your business based on ads that they've seen that you're running. So if you're also looking at a digital marketing agency to sign up with because they've cold called you, maybe they're still a good business. There's some good businesses out there. And they might do that in conjunction there, with running ads. Calls. Yeah, but that's right. But you have to do the rest of the research as well. But I would, I would, I would kind of like be a little bit more diligent mm. about um, going through the, um, the steps that we're outlining in this podcast today, just making sure. I think that's fair. I think taking a, a step back from a cold call which is yeah. not a bad thing in and in of itself right? a lot of big agencies do it it's like a lot of companies grow yes uh, there's a lot of people listen to this who will employ cold callers yes um, but I think it is it's an extra step away from from just getting over the line right that yes. you should go and have a look through all these things we spoke about through reviews through what their ads are doing through yes. maybe what some of their own um, clients are, are running and, yes. then, and then look at competition look at what other people are doing and maybe there is a better option out there yeah yeah definitely yeah I, I don't mean to actually um uh discredit cold calling completely. I think that there's still definitely uh, a place for cold calling. Um, I just think that for digital marketing agencies, if you've got a cold calling team... Specialise in inbound leads. Right. You know, like why wouldn't you just run a Facebook campaign and or, or, or a Google campaign and give those leads to the sales team and have them call them instead mm. and, and find much better results as a result of that. If you're actually listening to this and you're running a digital marketing agency... Can I tell you from my experience, first, stop paying for telemarketers to make cold calls all day and spend that money on ads to bring people in and hire some good salespeople to take those leads. That's, you know, that's going to uh, be a game changer, in my opinion. Um, so too good to be true. Maybe you're getting cold calls. Um, you know, they practice what they preach. You need transparency on your account. That's crucial. Reading through the reviews, reading through the responses to the reviews. Um, you know, these are all really important things, I think. 
when choosing a digital marketing agency. Anything else, guys? What about like it sounds too good to be true? That's a good one. Ooh, so story time. Really quick story. <laughs> Once upon a time. I literally spoke to somebody this week yes. who um who was price matching, essentially, when they spoke when they spoke to me. Um but what he had said was he had spoken to a company in Melbourne who were offering uh Google ads for his three dollar cost per click industry keywords uh for nine hundred dollars total for three months. Right. Ad spend and management. All in. Right. Guaranteeing that he would be at the top the whole of time. Google the whole time. This is that unlimited clicks deal, right? Oh, Have you heard man. about the unlimited clicks deal that's been spruiked over the years? Um, this is the same sort of thing. Like, it's an unlimited amount of clicks. You'll be at the top permanently, 24-7, um, and it's a fixed amount. That's exactly what you're saying, isn't it? Similar yeah, to that. Yeah, exactly that. And if it was <coughs> Google that was selling that to me, I would be all in. Yeah. But it's right. not Google. No. And, and it is a load of crap. It's a load right. of crap. I mean, yeah. you do the numbers and very quickly, right? You you three dollars a day. If you've got nine hundred dollars, you spread it out. Even if they spent but every single dollar on Google, that's ten clicks a day. I just want to point something else out as well. You said over I three can, months. Nine hundred dollars. one click total. a day? Yeah, because it's th- it's three hundred a month. A month. I've actually tested this. I've done this for us, and I've done this for clients as well that want to see their ad at the top all the time. So we've had clients that ring up and go, you know. They don't want to. They don't want to understand Google Ads. They don't want to spend the <laughs> time to getting to know how it all works. Right? Mm-hmm. They they're maybe um, concrete polishers or um, fences or plumbers or you know all, all sorts of different tradies that don't use computers. Right? Basically, they'll pull out their phone seventy five times a day and search one of maybe two or three keywords, mm. and they'll want to see their ad at the top. So it's very very easy to get that ad to come up at the top every single time they search it. All you need to do is use an exact matched keyword, make it uh, target mobile devices only, and be very selective about the location that you're targeting and the ad schedule, the times that your ad's coming up. Check a 100% bid adjustment. Right. And you can also block tons of IP addresses, mm. right? Knowing that knowing you can – a lot of these guys – that you sign up with for unlimited clicks will find a sneaky way to get your IP address off you. So they'll block thousands and thousands of IP addresses and make sure they don't block the IP range that you're in. And then your ads will come up for you and pretty much only you um, at the top every time. And it will cost them next to nothing. Um, Even in our industry, like if you type in Google ads agency, I've got an ad that's coming up. It's an exact matched keyword. Do you know how many people type in Google ads agency and click on an ad? Not many. People type in best Google Ads agency. People type in things like um, Google Ads agency near me, uh, credible Google Ads agency, Google Ads company, best Google Ads company, um, you know. Reviews, cost, Google Ads price. reviews, Google Ads cost, Google, how much does Google Ads cost? All of these searches, that's, that's why there's different match types for keywords, right? Because if you only have two or three exact matched keywords, you're not going to spend much on Google at all. So in instances like that, Joe, <clears throat> the unlimited clicks. You could be the queen of England. You have to pay per click for an ad on Google, right? It doesn't matter who you are. So all they do is a calculation and they make damn sure that they spend less than you paid them on your ads, right? That, that's as simple as that. And they're not transparent about it. So it could be a lot less, right? But as long as your ad's up there. And, and, it, and it also just steers entirely away from the whole point of running the campaign, which is to track conversions and look at what kind of results you're getting 
so that you can decide whether or not to spend more, spend less, you know, on certain products, change ad groups, target different areas, target different times of the day. So you can see when you're getting your phone calls or your sales on your e-commerce website. That's great. I'd, I'd add to that as well. Mm. Um, if you're still having a conversation with your agency about what you're spending, yes, about your budget, two months, three months in, uh, maybe you need to look at a different agency. Right. Simply because you should be talking about the number of inquiries you're getting. Right. Uh, the quality of those inquiries. Yes. How much you convert into into work, the value of that work. Yep. And what you need to see next week, next month, next year in terms of new business or sales or customers, whatever it is. Yep. And then work backwards to say, right, we now know how much it costs you, right, to the cent to get a new customer or a sale. Yes. How many sales do you want? Yeah, because and, and it's it's our job as an, as an agency to help you calculate, if you don't already know these figures, the average lifetime value of a customer, for example, right? Is that yeah. what you were getting to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut you off. Jump to it. I wasn't getting there. <laughs> so you need to – because that's the whole point, isn't it? To understand the lifetime value of a customer versus the cost per acquisition of a new customer. That's your return on investment. That's your ROI. Yes. If that's positive, you can scale. You can hire. And you should. You grow. You're, you're right. on your way to the promised land. Yeah. You've got a viable business model. You can spend a dollar on ads and you can make two, three, ten dollars back. That's the whole point of this whole thing. Well, it means right? you can map out, right, either getting another guy on the tools. You can map out getting more inventory. You right. can map out what your future for your business looks like. You can forecast. Grow or die. That's right. That's right. Grow or die. You liked that, didn't you, Joe? I saw you soak that in when I said it. <laughs> you're like, remember that one. Um, yeah, so so that's good. That's Take good, that. guys. I think that, that I think we've covered a lot. Um, you know, it's important. I mean, there's there's few choices in business that are more important, in my opinion, than which digital marketing agency you're going to partner with to run your ads. In today's day and age, you're going to be running ads if you want to grow your business, right? So it's a necessity. So if you're not educating yourself at least on what the terms of the industry mean or what kind of value you should be getting from something like an SEO campaign maybe or what kind of work should be getting done on your Google Ads account, what kind of um, what, what the, what the um, jargon in the reports mean, that's crucial, right? And because it's a necessity and it's such a crucial part of your business growth, you need to make that decision right. So if it sounds too good to be true, it probably ain't true. A good acid test actually, I get asked this sometimes, um, you know, when uh, we get a referral or I'm taking a lead for whatever reason, Joe's too busy, the other sales guys are too busy, we've just got too many leads. Happens quite often, actually. Uh, I'll take one on the odd occasion. And that person will often ask me, do you guarantee your results? Or, um, you know, I can see that they're getting really excited because they can tell that we know what we're talking about, right? And they can tell that we know what we're doing. And I often use examples. Obviously, when you've been running successful campaigns for businesses in the same industry for years, you'll pull out the data. You don't tell them what business names they are, but you say, this is how much the cost per lead is for other people that are doing bathroom renovations at the moment. Right? How many leads do you think you're going to need to get a job? They'll say maybe four or two. Right? And I'll say, okay, how much do you make net profit per job on average? How much have you made? If you look at the last 10 jobs, what's a net profit? I'll say, oh, you know, four grand, two grand, whatever it is. And I'll say, okay, so it's going to take, it's say 20, 30, $40 a lead for a bathroom renovator. You're going to be spending about $100 cost per acquisition per customer and you're going to be making like five grand on average per job. Right? So, so that's a very good return on investment. I can see them getting excited and then they'll start then they'll start saying to me either they're getting really excited or they'll start saying to me something like, uh, do you guarantee these kind of results or how sure are you that this is going to work? Um, you know, 
questions like that. So if you ask the salesperson or the account manager or the digital marketer that you're talking to, can you guarantee that this is going to work, right? And they say yes, run, run a thousand miles, right? Because that just means that they're telling you what you want to hear. They're not being honest. Digital marketing agencies and anyone that's been working in one for years knows that no matter how good you are, some campaigns don't work, right? And there's all sorts of nuances and anomalies that can contribute to that. You know, you can tick all of the marketing boxes, get the social proof, the credibility. You know, it might be the color scheme, the business name, the market at the time, uh, bad reviews. There's a number of things that can affect whether or not your campaign will work. And when they say, will it work? They don't just mean, will it work in that I'm going to get leads, right? What they mean is, am I going to make money out of this, right? Am I, am I going to pay 5,000 bucks for ads and am I going to actually get jobs out of this and make a profit? And a part of the answer to that question is, are you an asshole, right? Because if you answer this phone like an asshole and you take these leads and you don't listen to any of their needs and you, don't, and you overquote and, and you're just difficult to deal with in general, no, the campaign's not going to work for you because we can give you a thousand bloody leads and you're not going to get any jobs. Right? That's a whole new podcast in itself. Yes, yeah. right. That's right. Oh, like sales? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and like what to do when you get leads as well. Like Right. That's right. What to some do some people who are like, oh, I'll call them back in like three days. I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a waste of that lead. So that's right. We should do another podcast on that mm. because we've learned and I've seen this time and time again. You know, you've got an hour. If it's inside business business hours, you've got an hour. The, the conversion rate for, for leads drops off significantly after the first hour. But also service-based yes. companies, the kinds of leads that they get, the yes. person who's submitting that lead isn't submitting to one person. Yeah, they've gone they're to sim- someone else by then. Right. Know, but they submit. Like if I, when mm. I was looking for a plumber, I submitted like three or four yes. in the space of a couple of minutes. Yeah. And then I waited for whoever came back first. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Another thing that also contributes to whether or not campaigns work is what kind of an offer are you willing to put forward? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like there are a lot of businesses out there that are um, putting together really good packages for renovations, for example. There's plumbers out there offering all sorts of crazy things, you know, $200 cash back, $0 call out fee, blah, 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 right? We'll wash your dishes, whatever, whatever <laughs> else they're going to throw in just to get that call. And then you ring them, they're like, well, the call out fees, you know, this is like all this kind of like uh, – T's and C's and stuff involved in that. But, but they've got their foot in the door. Yeah, exactly. And if you're good on the phone and exactly. honest. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's how you then get that sale. Yeah. So so if if, if, it, if someone you're speaking to says, yes, I can guarantee this is going to work, it's definitely going to work. No, they can't. What they're saying is, I don't care about yeah. what happens in the future. Just give me your money now, please, mm. so I get the commission. That's the answer to that question, really. Is what, that's what they're really saying. Um, and you've all been present when I've said this to clients. I think, Joe, you've said it as well. Uh, at the end of the conversation, often if I feel like people are getting really excited, I say to them, I need you to understand something, right? We will do everything that we can to make this campaign work. We, we leave no stone unturned. We've tested every single different piece of software that there is out there that you can use for landing pages, machine bidding, click fraud software, call tracking, um, you know, uh, social media ad posting, ad uh, split testing, there's, uh, there's, there's so many different systems out there that we've tested and used and I believe we're using the best combination at this point in time. But I can't guarantee that it's going to work. Virtually all of the campaigns that we build and we run, if the business is uh, putting a good offer forward and it's, it's got someone answering the phones that's uh, good at their job, then they work really well. But I can't guarantee that this campaign's going to work and it, it needs to be made clear to any, anyone starting to run a new campaign, especially when there's no data to back you up that that needs to be made clear. And if you, if you say that, if someone says that to you, 
when you've made inquiry with a digital marketing agency, you know they're being honest. Yeah. You at least know they're being honest. And I think that's crucial. You know, probably one of the biggest things about all of this is, is the person you're speaking to being honest, right? And do they care about what happens after you've paid? That's important. End of speech. <laughs> Boom. Punchline. <laughs> Anyone else got anything to add? I've got some stuff. You're all looking at me like it's five o'clock, Billy. It's almost. <laughs> You've checked. She's <laughs> on to it, eh? Almost five, Billy. I'm going home. She's got to finish her cooking. 22? What do you mean almost? <laughs> 439, man. <laughs> Is your oven still on at home? No. You oh. insane. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to put on the timer. For our listeners out there, just so you know, Rossi comes in on weekends, works back, gets in early. So she's probably the least of any of us that can be called a clock watcher. Thanks. I appreciate that. Let's make that clear. Can I go now? Where? (laughs) (laughs) The oven is on, Billy. (laughs) Just kidding. So I think that that we've covered most of it except for one crucial part, which is pricing. Yes. Thank you for pointing to that, Rossi. Mm -hmm. I agree. Great minds think alike. Because I think that that one comes back around as well to if someone is guaranteeing your results, how they're being dishonest. I think another way to – kind of gauge whether uh, the salesperson is also being a little bit pushy and just wants the sale is when you're given a price of a package, how much the ads are going to cost, the management fee, the setup, whatever it is, and then too much discount afterwards. Mm. It just, I understand sometimes you can do like, you know, no setup fee, but then the, the management fees, whatever it is. But when, when the salesperson discounts it to the point where it does not look like the original package, mm. they, who's got... How, how is someone going to look after you afterwards? Mm. You know, our time is valuable. Mm. You know, you're paying for the value that we bring you. Tell me about to, it. What we're able to deliver, so there are deliverables, but also the value of having somebody dedicated to work on your campaign and actually care about what happens to your business. Yes. So if you get this massive discount, it doesn't make sense. How, because, how massive is it? Yeah, they're talking. cutting something. Corner somewhere else. <laughs> it says the discount thing. Um. <laughs> nah, so set up. I like, a, I like the, a package deal. Yeah. Pa- you know. oh, you so <laughs> I, I understand there are there are circumstances where that's possible, but I feel like um, Olivia. I think it was like two days ago. Emailed me about a client of ours oh, that yeah. was wanting some kind of discount on a, on an already very much low budget campaign. And the client was asking to get some help because she's a small business. And I understand that because from her, you know, we're a small business too. So we, the work that we do here is what we need to get paid too. Our time is valuable. We're giving her value. She's getting leads, organic Mm -hmm. and from ads. Yet that sort of push for like the lower price where it just doesn't make any sense. Like if you actually calculate this kind of management fee and divide it by some, like the hours that are spent on working on the campaign. There's no way you can offer that. And give a good service. Yeah, mm. because that, then it doesn't make sense that you would spend as much time mm. on their actual campaign. Definitely. And I think that's, yeah, going for the cheapest is not always the best because they're cutting corners somewhere else mm. to have that make financial sense for them. Mm. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's important to be clear here too because I've, I've noticed that there's a, there's a massive difference between um, one agency's idea of, let's say, Google Ads management and another agency's idea of Google Ads management. Um, and the, the difference is there's agencies out there that will be more than happy to set up your ads for you. And they're IT gurus. They're great with dashboards. They're great with um, understanding how to set up conversion tracking or um, uh, the different 
match types for keywords. Um, you know, th- that type of stuff um, is, is one component of a complete online marketing campaign. The other component that's crucial is the marketing psychology behind the campaign. So, yeah, sure, I'm going to sit down and write some ads for you. But let's say you're a, you're a, you're a tax accountant in Sydney. Am I going to write tax accountant Sydney at the top of that ad? And then underneath that say, you know, um, operating for 10 years, trustworthy and reliable, call now, right? Because if I'm going to do that, you're going to get average at best results because there's no offer. Well, if you right? say the same thing that everybody else is saying. <clears throat> exactly. You're just in there amongst the rest and you, you're never going to get any better results than them. And then, crowded, crowded room. <clears throat> and another thing, these agencies that charge two, $300 a month to manage your Google ads or less, they just send the traffic straight to your landing page on your website. So you'll have you'll be a tax accountant or you'll be an accountant. You've got a tax accounting page. You know, you've got a BAS page or whatever it is. They'll just send the traffic to that page on your website. They won't build a new landing page for you. They won't help you come up with an offer. Um, they won't research your competitors and look at what offers they've got on the market. They won't look at any of your competitors' reviews and understand what it is that's making the consumers tick when looking for services that you offer. So, sure, you can get you can get um, basically an IT guy that, that calls himself a digital marketer to get your ads to actually come up on Google. That's that's one thing, right? That should be cheap because once you know how to do it, you've done it a million times. It doesn't take long. But where's the value in that? Right. So, well, the value is that your ads are up and you're getting average at best results. At least you see your ad up there, right? And you're getting something. So there might be something in that or you already have all of your marketing prepared, right? So I've actually spoken to maybe... I'd say 2% of the business owners that I speak to have their marketing prepared, right? Before they call an, an ad agency and want to get their Google ads. They're like, here's my material. Here's my, here's my uh, style guide. Here's my website. Here's the offer page that I've created on my website. You know, this is what, this is what I want the ads to say, right? Just get my ads running. That's not a big job. That's a very straightforward job. But someone that comes to you and says, I'm a tax accountant or I'm a concrete polisher and I need calls, right, can you run an online marketing campaign for me, right? That's the person that needs that whole other aspect, that whole other other uh, part of the, of the puzzle, um, you know, um, supplied for them and provided. So that's why we have a whole process, you know, a dream buyer analysis. Um, uh, we come up with a superior offer. And how do we know it's superior? Because we look at all of the other offers that are out there, right? So you have to do that or else you don't know. If you're, if you're offering you know, 10% off in, um, in May, 10% off for May only, you know, call now and you haven't done your research. There's a guy offering 20, <laughs> you know what I mean? And his ads below yours, you're paying more per click and he's getting all the damn clicks and all the damn jobs, right? If you've got a Google ads campaign running more often than not, this is the thing that they're missing. A lot of these, these it slash Google ads guys is they go, Oh, your, your results are down. Your campaigns, uh, conversions have fallen off a cliff, right? They won't even, type the keyword in and look at what the other ads say, right? But isn't that like the most important thing about a campaign is what are you up against, mm. right? Because I've seen this time and time again. Conversions have fallen off a cliff. We've come in one morning, we do our daily um, scrum meeting, we look at all of the client's results in the dashboards and the campaign's conversions just stop. Like they're half of what, what they were the day before, right? So what's the first thing we do? We type in some of the keywords and we look at what are the other ads that are coming up. We look at auction insights and we can see that someone's come up with a better offer. Mm-hmm. That's why they're not getting any of the jobs anymore, right? So there's a whole there's a whole component there that involves marketing psychology, you know, um, 
um, social proof, credibility, calls to action, value stacking, risk reversal, uh, all of that stuff that you need to actually implement into a campaign. And people that haven't got their marketing prepared, they need an agency that's going to do all of that for them. And this is where you start getting into the big numbers. Some of the bigger agencies like um, Reef Digital, King Kong, um, uh, what's some of the OMG. others? OMG. These kind of agencies, you go to them and you say, I want to run a campaign. Uh, you know, some of them will charge upwards of four or 5,000 bucks just for a landing page. Campaign setup is going to be another bunch of thousands of dollars, right? The reason for that is that they've got marketing minds behind it and they know the value in what it is that they're providing, right? And so we don't charge what they charge, but we do what they do. We do all of the marketing psychology. We tick the right boxes. We look at the competitors and we make sure you've got the superior offer that's out there. But then so, also the stuff that comes afterwards. So if you pay someone a management fee, you know, our management fees, it doesn't just include the stuff that you do at the beginning. Once they start getting leads, you go and review those. So mm. Olivia gets optimize. on the phone and, and no, not just optimise the ads, but get on the phone to the client and say, are these viable leads? Are mm. they you're ready to buy a customer? Listen to the call recording. Exactly. Yeah. So that kind of, st- that takes time. So you're, mm. you're also paying for us for our, you know, the digital mm. marketing agency to ensure that what you're receiving or the kinds of leads you're receiving are the right ones. And if they aren't, then, then something is done about mm. it. Mm. So, sure right and, and not only that, like some of these agencies out there are charging less per month to manage a Google Ads campaign than we pay in subscriptions for the software that we plug mm. into that campaign. Do you know what I mean? Like we've got machine bidding, click fraud software, landing page software, call tracking software. Those all charge us a monthly subscription. Some of them are very expensive. The machine bidding we pay through the teeth for. But when you look at our uh, client dashboard, and especially the clients that have been with us for a long time, there's a consistent um, reduction in cost per click over time. In some cases where they were paying $2.50, now they're paying like $0.40 cents per click. So they're getting a lot more traffic for the same budget. So it's worth paying for it. Our clients get better results and they stay with us. But how the hell are you going to be able to provide that kind of a service for like 200 bucks a month? right? So uh, pricing, again, it goes back to if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Mm. Right, and and how many clients have we won over, um, guys that you've spoken to? I can think of a whole bunch just off the top of my head where they've said, "Oh, I've I've got a quote from another agency. They're a couple of hundred bucks cheaper a month, right?" And we say, "Okay, a couple of hundred dollars cheaper a month." Let's say back to the bathroom renovations thing or the home renovations or uh, granny flats or whatever it is. You say, "If we sell you because of our extra effort that we put into these campaigns, like one extra bathroom renovation a month." Is that not worth the extra three or four hundred bucks in management fees? Mm. Right. And that's really what makes the difference is when you've got the time to research the market, come up with a better offer, spend the time on the marketing psychology, uh, look at the heat map on the landing pages, improve the conversion rates. So you really do need to understand that um, sometimes ch- cheaper is not better. Mm. Right. Sometimes it is, but not always. And also and what we, sorry. Oh, what were you going to say? I was going to say what we touched on. No campaign is said and forget. Some people as well might think, all right, I'll pay you to set it up, but I don't want to have it managed. Yes. Because um, you can save money on the monthly management fee there. But like we mentioned, someone puts up a better offer, all of a sudden your ads stop working. Yep. Um, and that's something that can happen at any point. Like your ads need constant reviewing and optimizing. And like Rossi was saying, we'll call you, check how the leads are going. Yep. That's something as well that I wouldn't um, discount the effectiveness of like you can't just set up a campaign and expect it to run perfectly yep. you know look i've just saved all this money per month i'm not paying anyone to manage it yeah there's a reason why you charge to do that like i said we've got all this software installed but also there's constant work that goes into making sure your campaign not only continues to work but gets better with time yeah and getting feedback from your sales staff on mm. what it is that is making people tick improving the results from the ads by doing that 
um, frequency frequency rates on Facebook, mm. banner blindness. You know, it's important yeah. that your ads are updated, not just some uh, random amount of time. Like we do a whole new set of ads for you every week. Yeah. Because why would you do a whole new set of ads in a week if the fine. results are better today than they were yesterday at the end of that yeah. week, right? Definitely. Sometimes I can continue to improve depending on the size of your audience and the effectiveness mm. of your ads. But so, that's what you pay an agency for. That's right. We will come to you and let you know, hey, look, your ad frequency is getting up a bit high yeah. or we've run this offer for a long time. It's, you know, results yeah. are dropping. That's what you pay an agency to do it's for a, you. It's a two-pronged approach. One is to consistently work on improving the results from your campaign and two is to stop you from ruining it. Yeah. Right? Like that's one of the things that I've done a lot of as well. People are like, I need to do this and I think we should do that. And I think it's like, hang on a minute. The respective. Didn't you yeah, say yeah. that your cost per acquisition was, you know, like mm. – Target cost per acquisition was 50 bucks, and for you to make a 10 times return on ad spend, you needed to be able to get it to, you know, no, no more than 45 or 50. Mm. You know, right now they're 30. Why do you want to stop everything and create a new campaign? Mm. You're making $10, $10 every dollar you spend. I think know? that might also be another podcast about yeah. when clients start tinkering with oh, yeah, the, the campaigns. Camp- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Once yeah, you yeah. find the right agency and you've done all these steps, yeah, let them there do is their a job. level of trust. <laughs> <laughs> let them do their job. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that can be hard, you know, especially if you've been managing your own Google ads, for example. For example, Sometimes I remember over these, I get an inquiry from a guy, right? And he's like, uh, yeah, I want you to take over this Google ads campaign. I've been running it for like 15 years. And I usually go, okay, this is, uh, is going to be difficult because um, I'm going to have to first pitch you our services and talk about the benefits of using an agency. And then I'm going to have to counsel counsel you <laughs> off the idea of checking your Google ads 75 times a day. Also allowing changes to happen. Like yeah. You've been running for 15 years. Mm. You, you've probably got a pretty good handle on what works. Right? Yes. And if you're handing it to an agency, you don't have the time anymore. You can't be bothered, whatever it is. And yep. they do one thing that's different to you. Yeah. yeah. Panic. You want, yeah. Them, you, want it, you want them to do exactly what you were doing, right? Yes. So you've got to trust in that process, trust right. in their expertise. To, they do know what they're doing. It might yeah. be different to what you're doing. Yeah. But also how long do you trust them for? Well, you need to look at the results that are coming exactly. through. That's and crucial. That's a conversation that you then have with your account manager. If you've got any issues, that's another point that we wrote down. But you should have a dedicated account manager. So if something comes up, there's a clear line of communication if you're concerned about the results yeah. or, you know, if you've got a change that you really want to make, bring it up. It's not like yeah. it's a and blanket this, no. There should be someone that can log into the yeah. account while you're on the phone to them. Yeah. yeah. Right? And go through the campaign together. Mm. Not someone that will say, let me take note of all of your concerns and go and speak to the editorials department. Yeah. You know what I mean? And see what kind of changes I come back with. I'll call you back. Or let me transfer you through to a different department. You're in hold for five minutes. That is not how you deserve mm. to be treated as a paying customer, right? You should be able to speak to the guy or the girl and go, can you open my Google Ads account? Can you see how this has happened? Mm. Oh, yeah. Let me have a look at that. Right. Oh, I that's think, because of X, Y, Z. I right? think at worst you should be allowed one degree of separation, right? If you've right. got a relationship manager, you've got somebody who you speak to all the time. Yes. Then they have people behind them who do the day-to-day. Yes. I think that is okay. Yep. It's not how we operate, but it is okay. Um, but I think, yeah, you should have a dedicated account manager mm. at the same time. You should absolutely have somebody who you know that is doing the day-to-day who you can yep. get on the phone to, there's a, who they there's can a answer thing you your can questions. Do, right? There's a thing you can do. If you're thinking about signing up with an agency, ring the number, ring the number on their website, right? And, and see what happens. If you go through to a call center or an answering service or something like that, then maybe it's not a good idea that you sign up with them. Maybe that's what's going to happen after you've signed up. Are you ever going to actually get a direct line to a human that you can just speak to about your mm-hmm. campaign that's available? You know, Or are you going to get this like press three if 
you're an existing client and would like to be put through to billing. I don't care <laughs> what industry you're in. I, I hate those. Yeah. I hate having to press buttons to get to people. Yeah, yeah. I just I just smash the um, Zero. The hash, the hash. button. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> that's what that's the universal put me through to a human. Just get on with it. Yeah, <laughs> sign. Yeah. I'll, any reception, I don't care. Just yeah. people. Mm. Cool. So, so cool, guys. I'm really happy with how this podcast's gone. I hope that the listeners out there have had some, um, have been able to take some value from this. I think we've pointed out some really big points, some really, really important things that you need to do when looking for an agency. Should we just recap? Does anyone here remember the entire list of what we've gone through? This list that's written down. <laughs> uh, well, no, not really, because we, we verged. We, we, we came off that track a little bit, right? I think point one. Education. What was point one? Yeah, Educate education. yourself. Educate yourself. Make sure you know what degree. you're talking yeah. about to a certain degree. <laughs> That's a good so one. That, so that someone can't try to tell you that impressions yeah. are clicks yeah. or conversion. Another thing, guys, you know, I know from my end, I can make anything a conversion, all right? When Page you're running views. a Google Ads, clicks on, you know, one mm. of the biggest things, I've taken over so many campaigns, any visitor to the Contact Us page yeah. is registered as a conversion. 50% scroll. Right. A scroll down yeah. 50% of the page. Time conversion. spent on site. Right. Now, a conversion yeah. is when seconds. someone buys something or contacts you. That's it. Or subscribes if you're doing something. Yeah. Downloads an ebook, maybe. They convert from being not your customer yeah. to being your customer. <laughs> that is the conversion. No, that's acquisition. Right? Conversion is yeah, right. leads, acquisition. Done some action. But these are all these terms are thrown around. People mm-hmm. use them differently in different scenarios. But but the way I've been using it is basically like how many so a conversion is when you get a lead. Yeah. An acquisition is when you get a customer from one of those leads. That's how I use that language. I could be wrong. I mean, I just made that up. I prefer the analytics terminology, which is a goal. Yes. Uh, as in, there is a desired action that, that you're looking for your traffic you're tracking, to take. Yeah. Yes. And that is usually a phone call, an inquiry, a yeah. sale. Yeah. Well, not a sale. Oh, a goal is a sale. But yeah. That's an e-commerce goal. That's kind of like then but a conversion or an acquisition. Transaction. Yeah. Terminology, man. Jeez. That's it. You just need to know enough that you... Aren't dangerous. Yeah. But also that's the thing. You're paying them for their expertise. Yeah. You're not expected to become an expert so you can pay someone else to do it for you. But just to know enough like we were, what we were saying, mm. just watch a quick YouTube video so that you yeah. have a very brief understanding and then ask more questions on the phone. But and yeah. if, you, and if, if you it doesn't a, make sense, ask. ask questions. Yeah, yeah definitely. And if, if you get a, an online marketing report and, and no phone call to follow it up, mm. give your guy or girl a ring and say, can you run me through this thing? I don't understand it. I've Show gone through that with works. a lot of clients. Just yes. quickly to run through, even just the first report because they don't understand. And then from there, they can pick and choose what they want to look at, what they think is valuable. But that's something that should be an option to you should you need it. Like if you, yeah, like I said, if you've got questions, ask. Mm. There should be no reason why those answers are withheld. Yes. So. Yeah, cool. So guys, again, I just want to make this clear. Not every website that you visit that says Australia's fastest growing digital marketing agency is Australia's fastest growing digital marketing agency. Just we are. (laughs) (laughs) Except for us. (laughs) No, that's one thing. And another thing is, you know, there's so many claims. It's like the Wild West, right? So how do you – this is what this podcast is about. What do you do? How do you pick – if everyone says that they're the best, everyone's got all these reviews on their website and they're saying we've worked with Coca-Cola and Pepsi and – Subaru and and Toyota and we've worked with all of these big companies. There's no way of verifying any of that. They're Mm. just saying what they think you want to hear. So it's important that you go through some of the steps in this podcast, guys, before Mm. choosing which agency you turn you you turn to. Because I've heard some horror stories. Yeah. If it's if you make the wrong decision, it's an expensive wrong decision to make. Right. So do your research. 
uh, call us up. We'll be more than happy to talk to you about, um, you know, your goals and your, your marketing plan and our experience in respect to other businesses in similar industries or the same industry to you. Um, you know, obligation-free. There's no need for you to sign up. Although if you speak to Joe, you're probably going to find it hard not to. <laughs> he's pretty suave. He's pretty Bundle good. deals. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty good but at But no discounts on <laughs> management fees. <laughs> cool, guys. Have a good afternoon. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.